Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. On this episode, we'll be discussing the importance of community and the positive effects it can have on our mental health and wellness. Today, I brought back Lindsay DeMoose, our stress first aid therapist, who is located at Sharp Chula Vista Medical Center. Lindsay, you're now a regular on our podcast and no longer a guest speaker. Thank you again for coming today and sharing your knowledge with all of us, and most importantly, sharing it in a way that's easy for us to understand. Thanks so much for having me, Janice, and that just makes me feel so good and special and also just makes me feel like I really belong to this um, wonderful, wonderful experience that we get to have in terms of sharing our knowledge for our employees. So thank you very much for that. Uh, I'm really glad that you invited me to be a part of this episode specifically. I think this topic is just so important, especially as we're 27 months into the pandemic. For many of us, we're looking at the long term effects of how having been disconnected from community mm-hmm. for such a sustained period of time really impacts us. And I would say in lots of ways, which we can talk about negatively impacts us when we're so disconnected from community. So I know conversely that being a part of community can have such a positive effect on our mental health, our emotional well-being. And just as I said, in terms of how I feel connected to this podcast and this experience and working with you, this provides a sense of belongingness, of social connectedness, and really, you know, being attached to community can offer extra meaning and purpose to our everyday lives. Well, Lindsay, you really do belong here with us at Sharp Best <laughs> Health. And that's why, you know, we're here. Your position over at Sharp Chula Vista as a stress first aid therapist and us here at Sharp Best Health, we represent the wellness community here at Sharp for our employees. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started with, you know, the reasons why um, community is important on our mental health and well-being. Lindsay, you wanted to go ahead and. Yeah. Well, off? I was just curious, you know, for you, what have you learned about community within your role in Sharp Best Health and how do you define community? Right. So for starters, let's define what a community is. So the more commonly used definition of communities are those that exist or may be created from a shared location, hobbies lived experiences or backgrounds, or a common cause. So throughout this pandemic, I learned from my own friends, relatives, and colleagues that we were starting to utilize our hobbies as outlets, you know, so or we even started new hobbies. So even if we had some from the past or, you know, we had past times, we actually started to seek out new ones. And so we started opening, you know, or they started opening their social circles and communicating with others through online forums, um, social media, or even in person. And um, myself, I fell right into this, you know, joining online forums. I became a rose gardener in the past. Well, now I'm going on my second year. And like many others, I did start growing my own yeast to make that yummy sourdough bread. So, Lindsay, can you share some of those uh, main benefits that being a part of a bigger 
public community can offer one's mental health. And as I understand, research suggests connecting socially through creative activities can improve mental health and engaging in the arts in any way for at least two hours per week is linked with having good mental health. Oh, gosh, I didn't know that last piece, and that makes perfect sense. Also, I will say that I have directly benefited from your community involvement of baking sourdough bread, which is just <laughs> fabulous and so delicious, so by welcome. the way. My mouth is salivating, actually, as I'm thinking about this. I'm so glad you liked it. It's, it's incredible how community involvement really does have a ripple effect and how that encourages us to be connected ourselves as well. So, There's just a ton of benefits that come with how we belong to a group of people, how we continue to engage in like-minded activities and just, you know, different rhythms that um, help us grow with one another, help us grow individually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, overall, what that leads to is we have healthier mindsets, we have improved self-worth, when we're connected to people that allow us to be seen, to be, you know, wholeheartedly accepted, where, like I said, when we have like-minded um uh, activities, or mm-hmm. we're just around people that really speak our language, we just know that we're supported that allows us to feel like we have a greater enjoyment in life like we're not just going from like day to day to day um punching in punching out that there's much more depth and breadth to the experience that we have in our life um we feel valued we feel much more comfortable socially and we know that when we are connected to others that this directly contributes to um a, a negative correlation of isolation, of anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. to name a few. And Mm -hmm. and I would say just to further that in terms of my own background and working um, with our uh, working in our mental health systems, um, what we know in terms of suicide uh, uh, suicide research and Mm -hmm. and assessment is that there is a direct correlation to um, an increase in suicidality when those feel like they don't belong. They feel like they're a burden to others. Um, And so when we're looking at how to get people connected and how to increase people's sense of self-worth, that actually makes such a positive difference in terms of um, reducing the impact of any Mm -hmm. sort of anxiety, depression. So we want to look at how we can get people to feel connected, to feel loved, to feel worthy. Um, And that's where community certainly comes into play. And and I'll share just some interesting data, too, that a larger study revealed that um, psychological distress is reduced by 34% from engagement in recreational sports just one to three times a week. Mm-hmm. So that can lead to improvements in cognitive functioning and self-esteem. And I would say just obviously there's a lot of health benefits when we're Absolutely. actively engaging in physical activity, right? Yep. So in my own experience, that's always been really helpful. I've tried to be as connected as possible. Like I was part of a running club for a long period of time. I loved it. We always said that we were uh, a social club with a running problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a big part of why we of, of what continued to get us up every morning morning at 6 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. was to be around one another and we just happened to be doing something that we loved, which was running. And so there's so many multifaceted experiences and benefits that we get when we attach to a community and continue to maintain connectedness from a community. Yeah, and it's so true. Um, 
And you hit the nail on the head there, Lindsay, um, with that. It's because I noticed, you know, just with sourdough baking and with rose gardening, you know, I was essentially growing, you know, my, I had a growth uh, mindset when these were, um, when these became like my strong hobbies. And actually there, I'm still doing that to doing them to, to this day, but, um, you know, when you're faced with challenges as well. And, um, you know, for example, with rose gardening, there might be pests and um, funguses or what have you that end up with gardening. And you start to research these things and you start to kind of enlighten yourself. But then you're also tapping into others who have the same issues with their plants and their roses. And they're letting you know, this worked for me. And just that interaction and going back and forth and you find something like, oh, actually, that um, spray or whatever, that insecticide or whatever, you know, have you, that actually worked for me. And it's just like mm-hmm. putting together and just being enlightened by one another. And it kind of just lifts up your lifts up my soul. That's what Absolutely. I have Absolutely. Yeah. Life. That problem solving, that problem solving. teamwork, right? It doesn't right. have to be, you know, connecting and everything is going perfectly. It's like having people that like really we can relate to when we're experiencing, like you said, like a, a learning curve that comes into our shared interests and experiences. Yeah, absolutely. What a great example. So that was some, you know, really amazing research. Thank you, Lindsay, for sharing that. And something, you know, else that I'd like to add is that I know a lot of um, our Sharp team members enjoy um, unplugging from the hustle and bustle, you know, city life. And studies suggest that connecting with a natural environment is restorative to our mental health. So people who have a you know, a garden like I do or access to the outdoors, such as living near or visiting parks and nature reserves, have been found to sleep better, have lower stress um, levels, um, anxiety and depression. So here at Sharp Best Health, prior to p- the pandemic, we actually hosted hiking groups using trails all over San Diego County. Um, and those who enjoyed being part of our outdoor hiking community, we would, you know, welcome them as hike hosts, you know, and they love doing this all throughout the year. We, year. And so we're actually bringing our hikes back. So if you've not heard it yet, you're hearing it from me. Um, so we are seeking hike hosts. So we will put a note um, for a link in the show notes. And if anybody out there is listening and they would like to become a hike host and let us know, we would like to have, um, you know, get you in, you know, on the calendar and make sure we get a group ready for you that can enjoy nature with you as well. So you don't have to go, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to go hiking alone. It's nice to have someone with you there to make sure you're safe and all that. And also just chatting about, you know, chatting about just life in general. Mm -hmm. So that's also fun. Oh, wow. How exciting. That's a great plug, too. You're inspiring me. Maybe I'll sign up for this. <laughs> You're high uh, <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I, again, I that's something I think about what life was like before the pandemic and just how we are so have been so focused on our own personal health and safety. And so now, um, you know, as things are starting to, or continuing to evolve, it's like, well, wait, how can I continue to incorporate things from life as it was before that will continue to build me up? I'm using that word a lot, but that will keep building me up yep. and allow for me to engage in other acts of service too, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of another piece of research as you turn that part of my brain on that, you know, when we're engaged in community, 
especially as we get older, our risk mm-hmm. factors for loneliness increase. Mm-hmm. So when we're visiting community centers, libraries, engaged in faith-based organizations or local community clubs, like if it's like Rotary International, Lions Club, um, well, when we're linking with others, even on social media or meetup groups, mm-hmm. I know there's lots of social groups um, per social media platforms. Mm-hmm. These are the, this can be the first step in becoming more connected with others and reducing our loneliness, right? So if this is speaking to you that, you know, you've looking back at the past couple of years, you're like, wow, like I'm really increasingly more disconnected as a result of measures that I've needed to take. And I don't like feeling this way. And I, I want to change things around. Um, then I would advocate for you to look into social groups that you can get engaged with. If you are a really big fan of access service and you want to volunteer, I think there are much more many more opportunities for volunteering now than there have been before. And so I want to encourage you to be able to do that. And, and thinking about just even, you know, age related um, decline of social connectedness. I think about my great aunt who until mm-hmm. she was 95 years old, I mean, when she was a widow, she moved into an independent living facility. She started a walking club. She started a book awesome. club. She was so healthy to the end of her life. And I compare that to my grandfather who unfortunately lived a pretty solitary and uh-huh. sedentary lifestyle. And he, his life was much shorter. And, and I would say it was much more anxiety and depression ridden. And I continue to use that as an example to inspire me to make sure that I'm building connections, that I'm staying engaged, I'm staying healthy and active. And so um, that is, I would hope is a, is a helpful anecdote to think about how across our lifespans, just yeah. the importance of us maintaining actively in our community and just using the opportunities that we have to build out that sense of belongingness and connection. Yes, and you mentioned um, volunteering. We have mm-hmm. Sharp Lends a Hand. Yes. And so we'll go ahead and we'll make sure we place that into our show notes as well. There's always um, opportunities throughout the year um, to be able to participate um, along with, your, you know, our very own Sharp employees out in the community. I also want to put a plug in for Sharp Grossmont Hospital. They have a senior resource center. And if um, you if those of you who are listening in on this are, are not aware of it, it's um, basically links um, our seniors to our community. So um, there is like a walking group over at the Grossmont Center Mall. There's someone who leads that walking group. So if something that you're interested in getting to know more about, we'll go ahead and I'll link our um, sh- our senior resource center here um, in, the sh- in the show notes as well. So again, you mentioned, Lindsay, you know, on point that as we grow older, we might start to feel a little bit more lonely or our social groups start to get smaller. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, Getting out there is something that you're, um, you've been thinking about and you just need to make that phone call or you just need to go and go and find that meetup group or what have you. Um, now is the time. Now is the perfect time. It's going to be summertime here soon and mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful out there and, and be ready to be outdoors. So again, thank you, Lindsay, for sharing, you know, these helpful tips and how people can start to reconnect with others of something that they did prior to the pandemic. Maybe they stopped and now they want to restart that again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are some great methods to get back out into the community. 
Lastly, I want to share that research suggests that connecting with one's own culture, and by culture, I do mean the subcategory of your ethnicity, it can strengthen one's identity and one's well-being. So connecting with those who share their language and are able to learn about and appreciate others, others uh, people's similarities and differences, um, this leads to positive emotions and strong social connections. Agreed. Absolutely. You know, and that, that's a great add on to this episode. And I, it makes me think of, um, maybe in the future, if I can insert myself or invite myself to the party continuously. Um, <laughs> I, it makes me think about how important it might be for us to discuss just cultural influences in terms of how we engage, how we connect, um, different ways that we find connection and enjoyment to our communities or different ways that we seek out opportunities available to us mm-hmm. in the community. I don't know what you think about that. That sounds great. Yeah, maybe we'll have a part two to this episode down the yeah. line here pretty soon. I think that sounds great. Lindsay, again, thank you for taking your time here and out of your busy schedule to share your thoughts on this episode and the importance of community and the link to one's mental well-being. Surely you will be invited back for more episodes. Um, and I thank you for joining me here today. Oh, thank you so much, Janice. I, again, just appreciate feeling belong, like I can belong and connect with mm-hmm. you. It's, it's wonderful. So, so thank you for having me join you today. Awesome. So for listeners, be sure to check out the show notes on this episode. I know I mentioned so many things, but everything I mentioned links to will be in their show notes. So you can start joining your local community groups now. So thank you again. And we look forward to having you join us for the next one. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on SharpNet.com.